0: Welcome to the LB SNC podcast, where myself, Lachlan Beavis, and several guests will discuss all things health and fitness. We will also discuss several topics that are relevant in our world today and how they impact our day to day lives. If you like or enjoy the podcast, please feel free to share on social media or submit a rating and review. Awesome, guys, let's dive right in. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the LB s podcast and I'm very pleased to announce that we have our first guest on the podcast none other than legend personal trainer and also a really good friend of mine Sophie D'Amico. Sophie welcome to the podcast.
1: Yo guys happy to be here.
0: Awesome awesome great to have you on. So so if, uh, before we get into the hard-hitting questions that I've got for you, um, I'm going to start off with some rapid-fire questions uh, just yeah. to give, uh, give the listeners a bit of an insight into, into what you're about and, and, uh, and then we'll get into it. So,
1: so rapid-fire, what does that mean for the non so rap-
0: Rapid-fire, yeah. So rapid-fire, basically, it'll be um, 10 questions. There'll be like yeah. short, short-fire responses. So I'll give you like a multiple-choice kind of thing. Um, and then you basically fire back at me with your answer. Um, there might be somewhere I might say, oh, you know, like, please evaluate, but yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully you evaluate on some of them, but we'll wait and see how we go. All right. All right. So, okay. So question one, summer or winter?
1: Oh, that's hard. Oh, I'm going to go summer, summer. Yeah.
0: Bench press or deadlifts?
1: Bench press. Cardio or weights? Weights, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Lockdown hasn't changed me yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not that much.
0: <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> uh, what motivates you every day?
1: Um just every day. Just feeling good when you get up, right?
0: Feeling good when you get up. Nice one. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, one meal for the rest of your life. What would it be if you had to have one meal for the rest of your life?
1: Oh, that's hard. Can it be different variations of a meal?
0: Yep, yep, sure.
1: Um, I'm gonna have to go. Oh, burgers, burgers, because you can make a salad out of it too.
0: Yeah, nice. No, Take the I had to
1: change my answer from the last podcast I did. I can't be <laughs> visible, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> got, to, got to change it up a bit. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, favorite protein flavor?
1: Favorite protein flavor? Um,
0: protein shakes. Um, peanut butter. Peanut butter? I never mm. would have guessed that. I thought no. it would be roly-poly for sure. Wow, yeah, okay. No, right.
1: no, I'm off it. I'm off it at the moment. Oh, okay. Peanut right. butter. Interesting. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, Netflix or Disney Plus? Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. What scares you? It can be anything. Ghosts. Ghosts. Demons.
1: demons. Ghosts and demons. That's scary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and last but not least, favourite drink?
1: Least favourite drink, as in alcoholic or?
0: No, nah, as in like favourite, like your favourite drink. Not least favourite. Oh,
1: my favourite drink? Favourite, yep, <laughs> yeah. yeah anything
0: anything like, yeah come be it doesn't have to be alcohol it can be can be anything it can be anything
1: oh you know i can't go past an old Coca cola out of a glass <laughs> bottle coke cola <laughs> <laughs>
0: No one has ever, I've never heard of Coca-Cola. It tastes
1: so good on a summer day, but right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's really Oh cool. yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, I like it. <laughs> all right. Well, for all those listeners out there, you now know a little bit of, uh, <laughs> bit of insight into Sophie D'Amico and how much she likes Coca-Cola. <laughs> 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 okay, so Soph, um, welcome to the podcast. It's uh, awesome to have you on as uh, as my first guest on the on the podcast and I guess before um, before we get into like your background and how you got into to PT and building up um, your business, I guess I want to get your thoughts on um, on the current climate we now live in. With obviously we've got a pretty uh, you know, obviously a very changed environment now compared to what we were living in, um, you know, at least a couple of years ago now with uh, the whole COVID situation. I guess what uh, what I want to ask you is how, how have you kind of responded um, over the last six to 12 months with uh, the whole new changed environment? And how uh, has that affected you personally? Not so much business orientated, but how has that affected you personally?
1: Personally? Um, look, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't difficult. Um, first time round was probably a little bit more difficult, especially business wise. Um, the transition was a lot harder um, and that was obviously, you know, that impacted my life for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of this time round, you know, even though the lockdown has been a little bit more severe this time, um, I'm still in pretty good spirits. You know, it hasn't really affected me mentally at all. Like, you know, I'm still PTing at the park and business is still going good and, um, I'm happy to be outside despite the horrible tan lines that I'm rocking at the moment. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's gone from, uh, not ha- from not having many tan lines to now having a real definitive sock tan line now.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah but apart from that, yeah, look, I'm just pl- kind of plodding along. I am looking forward to seeing family and friends. That's one thing that I definitely miss. But yeah, Um. Yeah,
0: no that's been
1: enjoying a lot of online shopping, but like, that's kind of getting me through at the moment oh, is waiting yeah. for my packages that come in the mail
0: <laughs> cool, cool, no, that's good no you're you're spot on I mean it's good you know, I mean you know you and me both now like obviously we're both personal trainers, I guess the good thing about this whole thing is that we can still work and um you know we're we're able to you know still do what we love and still you know chip away at our at our uh, at our craft in a way so um Basically, we'll get into your, your background. So, uh, first off, where did, you, where did you grow up? Where's, where's home for you? Where,
1: where's I've always grown up in Maitland, um, okay. yep. particularly in um, Woodbury is where I grew up. Yeah, yeah. in the woods. <laughs> in in the woods. Wood. <laughs> <In the> wood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. So, nice. I lived there until I was about, God, until I was about 20, I reckon, until I made the move to Thornton with my parents.
0: Yeah, so, you're a um, true, true woodburyian.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a true woodbury, but not anymore. I'm from four ten now.
0: Hey, so nice, cool.
1: Who hood I represent now? Um, and then I've been here ever since. Obviously, out of home now. Bought my own house a few years ago. So, but still just around the corner from mum and dad.
0: Yeah, no, that's heaps. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome, awesome. And uh, growing
1: up, um,
0: what were your main interests? So obviously before. Before you are a personal trainer, I know that you were, uh, you were a zoologist at some stage, at one, one stage, yeah. and uh, yeah. you have a keen interest in animals, so kind of unpack that for us a little bit, and, um, yeah, as a youngster growing up, kind of what, what interested you, like, through to kind of, you know, year seven through to year 12 kind of thing, and, and that kind of...
1: That well, kind I of think life. the biggest part of my life growing up was obviously gymnastics, Um That was my biggest passion growing up. I was always um, not a sporty kid, but I was very active, especially, you know, I can't throw a ball to save my life, but um, (laughs) I'm pretty good when it comes to gymnastics. But after I kind of lost that dream um, because my injury, I sort of, yeah, focused on schoolwork mainly and I was a bit of a nerd and then decided that I wanted to work with animals. I became a vet nurse. I just love animals, obviously, um, mm-hmm. so I thought I'd go down that field. So I became a vet nurse, and then I was like, no, nah, I want more. Uh, went to uni to become a veterinarian. Backed out of that because of the um, hex step that it comes with these days, and then went into do, did zoology and end up finishing that.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And then, I guess, from, obviously, you were, I completely remember that you were a, a really you know, competitive gym, gymnast, when you obviously suffered your injury, and obviously injuries are a massive part of sport, not just gym, and especially gymnastics, given the crazy acrobats that you see, like, you know, only watching Tokyo and everything, watching this crazy stuff that they do. How did, uh, how did that injury, did that injury affect you, like, pretty heavily? Because obviously it was a really big passion of yours. Did it, um, you know, did it affect you a lot? Like, knowing that, you know, it probably wasn't going to be what you thought it was going to be or the result that you know you thought it was going to be
1: like yeah for sure like i always you know had big dreams of you know going to like the commonwealth games you know always dreamt of the olympics and whatnot so having that kind of taken away was a pretty big Mm um knife to the chest but um and then just as well like having it such a major part of my life you know training almost every afternoon and then some mornings as well like and then all of a sudden, not having that, you know, it was pretty hard. And then also being at, you know, going through puberty at the same time and all those kind of things that you go through in year seven, eight, nine. And yeah. yeah um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Learning that boys are existing and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So I was well preoccupied, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah it was pretty, um, pretty um, gut wrenching losing that dream, but. Um, and I kind of dropped off active wise and didn't do much after that. Really. I couldn't, after I had my operation, I was quite limited Mm -hmm. um, until I slowly started getting back into it when I was at uni. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and you know, you've, you've mentioned this to me a couple of times um, already is that, you know, like as much as it sucked for you that, you know, you couldn't get to the level you wanted to get to and you had those massive dreams, you know, I'm in a kind of similar, you know, you know I've I've had injuries you know with with my basketball and everything and and whatnot and you know it it does in a way it hurts that you can't kind of get to that stage but then I think you kind of get to a, a, a level where you you you're not you're not so much you're more focused on kind of the future and looking forward I guess so and I guess you know it probably took a while at first um but you know it's good that you've you know, you have bounced back, and you you know you got into you know your zoology, and then obviously now as a personal trainer, which you know leads me to my next point is um, when did you kind of know that you wanted to be um, a personal trainer, or more so wanted to be in the fitness industry? When did you kind of was there like a a, a light bulb moment that kind of triggered you, or was there a
1: uh... yeah? I guess you could say it was a bit of a light bulb moment, considering the rocky path I've had to kind of figure out what I actually wanted to do in life, you know, like starting off in completely different fields. And then, um, it was after I finished uni, like I always had the interest there because I was studying a lot of science at uni. Um, I did some subjects with some EPs or people studying to be EPs and I sort of got a little bit of interest spark then. Um, but I never thought it was something that I wanted to do. I wanted, I was still in my head. I was in still in zoology mode. So um, after I got that done and I waited a year and it's a very hard field to get um full time work in and I'm one of those people that I need I need something solid. I don't like the idea of, you know, floating around and casual work and all that kind of thing. You know, I wanted to buy a house, I wanted to, you know, settle down with Matt and whatnot. And I felt like I couldn't do that um trying to chase this dream of being a zoologist when I'd have to travel and whatnot so in that year that i sort of had off and i was just floating about kind of like a gap year um that was when i sort of um i had a bit of a change in pace with my own fitness journey and that kind of sparked my interest myself um and that's when i decided to just take the leap and just try it out because you know i've already tried a thousand other things why not try this as well Mm -hmm. um you know never a thousand years i didn't think i'd be very good at being a personal trainer because I've always been so introverted, but I've learned to come out of my shell, show on my weird and wacky self and yeah. yeah, it's worked out great. I've loved it. And I've loved every moment since I've become a PT. So yeah,
0: awesome. No, that's that's, a day now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, that's, and I guess the beauty about PT and working in the industry that we do work in is that, you know, obviously owning our own business and, and whatnot, we can kind of choose our own hours or well, not choose but you know we can definitely alter them a little bit and you know that definitely helps when it comes to you know figuring out how much you want to work and kind of scheduling your hours then so um, obviously uh, you built your business up when did you start at Snap
1: I'm pretty sure I was only just talking about this today actually um, but I'm pretty sure it was 2018 was Is it? that like yeah, because I um I started off it was the year that um Demi and Ado and Luke and Cam, they all did the Iron Man together. Right. So that was the year that I first kind of started because I'd started my certs, but then I was working on the front desk for them while they were all away. Right. And that was sort of my bit of a foot in the door there with Snap. Um and then after that I um because I'd finished my cert three component, I started doing the groups. So I started my Thursday morning group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for a year while I was studying, so it's been quite a long time because I've been been PTing for like three years, and then there was an extra year, so I reckon four years. Yeah, it would have been almost four yeah. years.
0: Yeah, does it feel yeah. like? It is?
1: but it doesn't feel that long. That's why I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, surely not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with the COVID and everything, it just it's yeah. flown by. Yeah. It's flown by for sure.
0: For sure, no, that's that's crazy. Four years, God. Well, yeah. We're almost going to need a bloody statue of you out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Luke <laughs> will need a statue before I get a statue. <laughs> I'll put you and Luke together and put a statue <laughs> Look, I won't be mad about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i have to talk to Cam. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's been the most rewarding part of being a personal trainer? Because, you know, I get asked this question a lot, and I'm sure you do too, and I'm sure the other guys do as well, is, you know, what what kind of makes us what get what gets us up out of bed at four thirty and five o'clock every morning, I guess is, uh, cause obviously the hours that we do are pretty, uh, a pretty, you know, early, you know, early for a yeah. lot of people. And, uh, I guess, you know, I get asked the question, you know, what gets you up at that hour? You know, what, you know, there must be a, a motive or a incentive for you to want to wanna get up. Um, and I guess, you know, for myself, it's, it's the, the ability to help people, you know, achieve their goals. It's, you know, the, the satisfaction you get, um, you know, helping change someone's life, I guess. So what, what is it for you? What, what kind of gets, what's, what's the most rewarding part about your career in your mind?
1: There's definitely a few things. The first thing that comes in my mind is just the amazing community that's at snap, obviously. And my amazing clients, Mm -hmm. they make it very easy to get up in the morning, but in terms of why I do what I do, um, like you said yourself, like I love the fact that I can help people every day. Um, I get a lot of satisfaction out of watching someone achieve their goals or achieving something that they never thought they could do. Um, That's very rewarding. And then also maybe, you know, one of the biggest things is seeing someone come in and they're a bit down in the dumps and then they leave feeling great. Like it's just an awesome feeling for me knowing that I'm a part of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I, 100% Hundred percent agree with you. You know the, the community environment at Snap is is unlike any environment that I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, let alone work environment, but just yeah, like all round, it's a it's a great place to be. And um, you know, definitely, I agree. You know, your your bubbly personality makes it good. So, so you're definitely a, a major part of that. So, um, no, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome answer. Um, really want to kind of get into the challenges now that you kind of. Because obviously, being a business owner, we all kind of face um, challenges in along the road at some point. And um, I guess what are some of, what are some of the challenges? You know, you, you, know, you have to name one or two um, that you've overcome, kind of in so far in in your career when it comes to the personal training industry and fitness industry. What are some? Obviously, you know, you, there's challenges when it comes to obviously, you know, scheduling clients and you know, sometimes you lose clients, like obviously in the, in the current climate we're in now, you know, it's it's hard to, you know, some of us have lost some and then we've also retained some. So what, um what are some of the challenges that you've, that you've overcome throughout your?
1: I think the biggest challenge that I ever overcome um, being a PT was coming out of my shell and just learning how to be confident in my own personality and um, knowing that people are going to like my weird and wackiness and not hold it back anymore. Like that was probably the biggest thing that, yeah, the biggest challenge that I overcome, you know, to become the PT that I am today. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the obvious answer is as well, COVID more particularly last year. Um, last year was a big challenge for me. You know, I just, I just quit my job at Soul Origin. I was always working alongside, um, cause as I said earlier, I do like that stability and I always liked the stability that I got from those few shifts that I got at Soul Origin as well, even though I was working ridiculous amount of hours per week. Um, so when I did quit Soul Origin and then three months later, we went into lockdown, it was a big hit to my confidence. Um, but the fact that I was again, able to overcome that and get through that challenge and come out better for it. Yeah, that's probably that's what, that was a big challenge of mine. And yeah, I look at where I am today and I'm in a much different position than I am today than I was two years ago. And I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. No, I definitely think, you know, COVID has definitely affected all of us, but um, you know, I can definitely, I remember, you know, we had, we had a conversation not long ago about, you know, when we heard about this lockdown this time, obviously me having been having, having not owned a business during a COVID pandemic was a big change for me and I probably didn't take it as best as I could. And, you know, I remember, you know, we had a bit of a conversation about it and, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely been a challenge and, you know, it's good to, it's good to know that, you know, after, you know, you've obviously learned a lot from the first time that you, that you went through it last year. Um, So you've obviously, you know, learned different things along the way to kind of help, help you this time, I guess, Would, would I be right in saying that?
1: yeah for sure like like I said to you I was in the exact same position last year like I was freaking out like when we first had that lockdown announced like the two weeks before that we had no idea that it was even yeah, gonna yeah. be a thing like it was so like it was like a blind side like we had absolutely no idea like COVID had just blew up and then all of a sudden lock us down the gym was shut and because it was so unknown to us we all sat down and had a bit of a meeting after we shut the doors and went around in a circle and stated how stressed we were out of 10 and I was like at a 15 out of 10 I was absolutely packing it I was like what am I gonna do without the gym
0: oh that was (laughs) like that
1: was my lifeline like that was my place like my home away from home so to have that taken away and then think oh my god like you know like I'm not gonna have you know my my life anymore really like pt's my life and i thought that it was all just going to go away for some reason but it didn't and then coming out of that even better for it so i'm in a much better headspace these days and i know that i can overcome any sort of challenge that's thrown at me
0: yeah no that's awesome that's awesome it's credit to you safe because yeah Oh it sounds like boy what, what you just described then is like what I was feeling when I first <laughs> down when like not long ago, like what's four weeks ago. Oh my god, I was like sitting in there <laughs> with steam coming out of my ears. I was oh my god, I was I,
1: I totally was, get it. I totally oh get god. it.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's good. Um so last couple of questions here. Um Obviously with the current environment we're in um, training and also probably not, I think training as a whole being motivated to train is something that a lot of people are probably struggling with at the moment. Um, And obviously maintaining an active lifestyle is tough. Like for some people, purely because you know, the gyms aren't open. So it's not as easy to just rock up to the gym and do a session and that's it. You know, it's a little bit harder um, than it seems. So I guess, Uh, I want to hear from you, and I'm sure all the listeners want to hear also, um, what kind of tips or advice would you give uh, to the listeners who might be kind of struggling for a bit of motivation to train um, or just struggling to kind of keep on top and try to keep and maintain that healthy and active lifestyle that they had prior to COVID or prior to the lockdown as a whole? So what kind of advice would you give if you one or two tips.
1: My biggest advice would be to just try and keep some sort of routine. Like obviously everyone's routines are going to be a little bit different to what they were pre lockdown. Um, You know, my routines obviously changed even though I'm still working, my hours are a lot different. So I'm not at, you know, at the gym where I can just slip in a workout between clients, you know, I could do that at the park, but it's a little bit more tricky being at the park with hours being extended. Um, so I've just altered my routine a little bit and, you know, set a plan for myself. I've wrote down what days I have a little spreadsheet and I put it up, you know, I've got it on my phone and it says what days I train and what I train on that day. So I have a plan there in front of me and then I'm more likely to stick to it. And then, in terms of like the accountability and motivation side of it and what motivates me to actually get it done is because, you know, writing it is another thing, but actually doing it is another thing as well. But my motivation for myself is the feeling that I get after the workout. Um, I know how much better I feel after I've had a good workout. And there is a very rare instance where after a workout, I say, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. So I that always...
0: Except after, like, your fourth day of squats or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> during it, I'd be like, oh, no, this is this is torture. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, after you get it done, you always feel great, right? You've achieved something, you know, you might hit a PV. Yeah. Um, something might feel a bit easier than what it's felt before. And you just always generally feel amazing after you've lifted some weights. For me. Yeah. I even went for a run last week, too. God. So. <laughs> <laughs> i did one minute on one minute off for 10 rounds so 20 minutes Woo! and i was dying <laughs> yeah,
0: and how'd you feel after it good though i
1: felt pretty good i must say i was i was good, dead yeah. i felt yeah. pretty good there you go you i felt you. pretty good I mean, right not right. as good as when i do weights though not as good as yeah. when i do weights yeah, yeah. No. because obviously my choice of exercise is weight so yeah.
0: and that's that's the thing right you know that's the thing that i've spoken about in a couple episodes before is everyone's different you know like yeah Yeah. running might not work for everyone like you know it might be walking it might be weights um you know i'm i'm the same you know i want to try and do weights as much as i can but it's hard obviously that you know we don't have access to the gym and everything so you know Mm. obviously might you know we're doing a little bit more cardio than what we usually do but it's different for everyone so
1: yeah, Exactly, there's no right or wrong way to exercise, you just yeah, what yeah. works for you and what helps you stay accountable and what you enjoy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I must say, I did enjoy that run, I didn't have time for anything else. I thought, no, that's it 20 minute run.
0: <laughs> I might go on a run after this, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you've I've
1: inspired you, <laughs>
0: you've motivated me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good, awesome. Uh, and the last question, Soph, um, is. Uh, what are your goals for the remainder of the year? Obviously, we we're we're at September now, so about three months to go um, or thereabouts. What uh, what goals do you have? It could be uh, any any type of goals. Do you have any specific ones in mind, business related, per, personally? Um,
1: do you have any More goals? personal side, you know, I had my big goal of hitting my first powerlifting comp, but I'm not actually sure if that's going to happen now. So Bloody COVID. <laughs> Bloody COVID. So the comp was supposed to be in Sydney in November, but there is a very low chance that that's going to be still going ahead now. And yeah. even if it does, I haven't been able to train properly for it. So um looks like that might be a 2022 goal now instead. But yeah. Yeah. Um, other things, you know, my biggest goals at the moment really are just you know doing things around the house i'm enjoying doing our renovations and stuff and i'm just super keen to get this back room done and get our pool in
0: oh get <laughs> the pool eh? oh, gee, <laughs> when are you oh are you going to invite the staff around are we going to yeah, pool party, party. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, i didn't know that that's a there you go awesome great stuff no that's good um, no, and yeah, for all of uh, all of the listeners out there, Soph has recently just got in uh, married, not engaged. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <Jeez>. married, <laughs> married,
0: married to uh, her lovely partner Matt. So uh, congratulations, Soph. Um it's It was. Uh, I know it was something that you know it was obviously it was up in the air a lot this year with uh, with everything, with obviously the, the cancellations and the postponing. It was a massive. Massive thing. Um I know it was and it meant a lot to you to get it done. So um congratulations and uh thank you and that guys who are listening out there, you guys would know that uh yeah, so far, uh, Sof was definitely keen to to get to to put a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to lock
1: that down.
0: Lock it down. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And uh to finish Sof, um where can people find you if uh, they're looking to obviously achieve their goals? I know this is, um, you know, there will be SNC podcasts, but I'm all for promoting <laughs> everyone, everyone, and uh, making sure everyone can uh, obviously, you know, get help, get help where they need it and obviously get some guidance. So where can people find you safe if uh, they're looking for a bit of extra, extra motivation, extra accountability?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sophie D'Amico Fitness. Um, if you're on TikTok, you can also find my personal TikTok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fitness-related. There's just, <laughs> just dances of me in random videos, but that's yeah. another way to find me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love it. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> uh, lovely, Sophie. Thank you so much for jumping on. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks, Soph. See you.